Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And on this show, each week we go to a different restaurant and we review one of their menu items. Nailed it. And sometimes we take a while to get there to the point, but this week we're here and we're ready to go somewhere. What are you talking about? We're 10 seconds into the show. I don't know. I just feel like I've been here for a lot longer you just, you than just, the, the show may present. <laughs> you just brute forced your way into this podcast. We we haven't done any preamble. We're just we're just jumping. Anyways, right in. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this week we went to Good Burger. Um, scratch that. I think we went to Arby's. And what did we get? Well, <laughs> I <don't... laughs> can what? I take your order? <laughs> yeah, I'll have the Good Burger two meal. I feel you just. <laughs> Why did you even present that as a question? Why did right, you dude. even throw that to me? You just said what it was. <laughs> oh, boy. This is our most off-the-rail episode yet. The Good Burger 2 meal. Arby's. That's an odd That's an odd spot. I would have thought that the Good Burger 2 meal would be going to, like, Burger King or... Mm-hmm. I don't know, even McDonald's, somewhere where they would be. Mo- I just feel like those other places seem more I, likely I was almost to, guessing Wendy's to do to do a zanier crossover event like this. Have they? Well, have they gotten into like the like the branded meals? Like not necessarily a film. No, because I like, I'm sorry. I was th- I was thinking of Burger King because I was thinking of the Spider Verse meal. Yeah, like when, Wendy's. I don't think is really done stuff like that. But but no. yeah, but I agree with you. I would think that Wendy's would make more sense for the Good Burger two meal than Arby's would. Arby's is an odd fit, I think. Correct. But they've got Paramount connections. Is that right? I would imagine, because <laughs> of the picture. Well, uh, I, and I think I that's just that. an ad. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. It's... Here's what this is: the Good Burger two meal from Arby's. A Wagyu blend burger topped with American cheese, shredded lettuce, tomato, pickles, onion, and burger sauce on a toasted, buttery brioche bun served with a strawberry shake and crinkle fries. Made with a fifty a blend of 51% American Wagyu and 49% ground beef. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Mm-hmm. Trademarks, logos, mm-hmm. characters, limited, limited time only. Uh, yeah. So th- this is new. This is a limited time item. It came out on uh, November 13th, so a week ago from when we were recording, a little bit more than a week from when this episode goes up. Yeah. Yeah, it's here to to promote Good Burger 2, which is uh, which is streaming on Paramount Plus on November 22nd. Okay. Mm, when is it? November j- 22nd? <laughs> just just kidding. Not, not a sponsor. We're not sponsored by Paramount Plus. I wish. Any good Paramount Plus things that you enjoy? Call us. We're podfastfoodcast at gmail.com. If Paramount Plus, if you're listening, uh, we'll, we'll shill. You won't check that email. <laughs> we'll shill Good Burger 2 for you. Um, Yeah, right. what'd you think? Okay. You got any thoughts, um, like any general thoughts, like I was saying about the pairing anything like what like what 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 first comes to mind we we've eaten this you've had some time yeah. to think about it we're talking what, like what comes to mind so it's all pretty interesting for arby's right the burger itself is unique and we'll talk about the burger get more in depth on it uh the fries are not their iconic curly fries 
tournament champions. True. Uh, you can replace them if you want. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're crinkle cut fries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got a milkshake, which I mean, I'm sure Arby's has milkshakes. I'm sure people get that. But like, it's not one of the things I think of when I think of Arby's personally. No, me neither. It's not like a milk a milkshake place. Whereas like McDonald's, like, yeah, they have milkshakes. Like I know that. But, you know, not, I, I agree with you. That isn't what would be my first thought. I feel like they did some milkshake thing. Are they the Shamrock Shake? No, that's McDonald's. That's McDonald's? Or are they something similar? So, they did something. I, I, if I'm <laughs> failing to remember what it was. It feels like something that was from like the mid-2000s. Yeah, well, is it the fact that currently on their menu right now, they've got four milkshake flavors, and you'll actually never guess the fourth one? <laughs> Jamocha so got, shake. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Oh, of. that's what it was. Yes, that was what I was thinking of. When they added that, that was like a whole thing. Is that like a mocha flavor? It kind of sounds good. It's a chocolate and yeah. coffee milkshake. And I remember when they added that. I I feel like it was years ago at this point. But when they added that, it was a whole thing, and it was like I see. Okay, okay. I believe you. Okay. Anyways, so I I do think that it's it's interesting the three items that they're going for. None of them are their typical. Arby's items, no roast beef, no curly fries, no mm. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I w- let's talk about this burger because this burger is interesting. Okay. The so main. we floated, yeah. Uh, we floated talking about this burger back late May, early June of this year, 2023, um, when it was brand new. So it's, it's a limited time item, but it's been around on the menu for a bit at this point. Uh, and you can just get, you know, the Wagyu bur- burger on its own or in a meal or in the Good Burger 2 meal. Right. So not brand new for this meal. That's all I meant. Yeah, it's not yeah. exclusive to this meal. Um, we, we had floated talking about it and we never did. Uh, and so I'm kind of glad that we are because I, I think it's interesting. So Arby's doesn't have a burger. Um, they have another option for a burger on their menu currently. But that is just a variation of this Wagyu Steakhouse burger. That's the big cheesy bacon burger. Yeah, I don't understand why they went for that name for it when it's still trying to be a premium product and they made that kind of sound disgusting. <laughs> Not like disgusting. Like, <laughs> like greasy, gross. Fast I mean, food it's food. it's very similar to this burger. The difference is that it also adds Swiss cheese and, of course, bacon on top. Man, I don't it's know. called the Big Cheesy Burger. But how? I don't see that as much different than like Baconator. Yeah, I would also say it's a gross name. But then, what? but Baconator's not going for a premium product like this is. I don't. I don't. I. I don't register that as gross. People like bacon. Okay. People. What? Right. I'm serious. Like people have positive. Baconator is like epic food. Epic mealtime core naming. Quarter pounder cheese is classy, but Big Mac is is gross. We've done so many episodes of this show. I'm not out here defending bacon and like bacon memes, but like bacon is a food that people like. I'm whatever. Moving Anyways, on. moving on. We're not here to review the big cheesy <laughs> bacon burger. Why are we litigating this? That's future episode. That's future content. We're just we're giving it away for that. free. We're not doing that, buddy. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Next um, episode. So basically, RB's decided they're going to make a burger. They make a bunch of sandwiches. Roast beef sandwiches, mostly. That we did review on this podcast. 
Uh, they decide they want to make a burger, and instead of making a plain old burger that's cheap and easy, they wanted to make a more deluxe premium offering using their awesome meat connections to get themselves some Wagyu steakhouse beef. And to me... Are you from the PR department? To me, well, uh, you're about to find out I'm not. Uh... (laughs) It is a failure. <laughs> because? I don't, because. I mean, where are you? Well, I don't. No, I, I don't. Well, okay, I, yeah, I'm right. ceding the floor to you. Give your opinion. Yeah. You said that you think it's a failure. Why do you think it's a failure? This is. So, <laughs> we're on edge this episode. <laughs> so. Okay. It is demonstrably more expensive than other fast food options and burgers and things like that. So to get a plain, just, well, it is, it's got the topic, but just a default, just plain burger, just the burger. It's $7.49. No fries, no shake. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like, no, yeah, the, no, no the meal. toppings are not A lot of carbs I was looking for. That's yes. what I meant. Yep. Uh, it is seven forty nine. And when you throw that together at the Good Burger 2 meal, it is $13.79. And that's a lot for fast food. And, you know, it, it is getting away from one of the two core values of fast food that we talk about on the show, which is that fast food obviously needs to be fast and convenient, but it also should be, should be cheaper than alternatives. Um, and so, yes, this is positioning itself as less of a fast food burger and more of a premium burger. That you would see in other places. It is about the same price as those premium burgers. And when you get to that point, I mean, we'll get into the quality, but even still, I'm starting to ask myself, well, why am I not just going down the street when Five Guys is a similar, if not the same price? And I'm getting a similar, if not better product. Yes. I, I'll throw this out there for you. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at McDonald's menu right now. Mm-hmm. pretty similar prices from their quote-unquote premium sandwiches the quarter pounder with cheese deluxe eight dollars and 19 cents damn what's going on in the world i believe it but yeah it's actually less than that right so yeah and i'm scrolling down like mcdonald's menu like big mac 679 bacon quarter pounder with cheese over eight dollars damn double bacon quarter pounder with cheese ten dollars but that's all. But now we're getting into a a a lot more meat here. But you're this. Right. This is a large patty. But no, it's of true. course, of course. I'm. But I'm just. I'm illustrating the point. Like, yeah. I think that, that is that is true, and, the, and it, I guess it, it does speak more to a growing industry concern rather than just Arby's here. Yeah, the quarter pounder with cheese deluxe meal is very similarly priced at twelve dollars and sixty cents. I'm not going to sit here and argue that those are like great deals or whatever because it's not really but there is a pattern emerging here from the standard bearer in fast food i I agree with you that the price gets a little wonky here and you definitely are getting closer to five guys shake shack in and out level of prices is it really worth it i mean this is exactly where i fall on this i've i i don't know if i would necessarily consider this burger a failure yeah mostly mostly because i'm I'm, I'm still in the episode here 
That's fine. That's fine. I don't I don't think you said anything that was off base. I'm just, you know, painting yeah. my own picture here where I don't necessarily see it as a failure. I think that the burger tastes pretty good. I just think that it falls in between those two halves. Kind of like how I do think the quarter pounder with cheese sort of falls into into that mm. center category. Where on the one right. end, you just have your plain cheeseburgers from your McDonald's, your Burger Kings, etc., Wendy's. And on the other end, you have the fast casual options. I think that this burger falls pretty squarely in the middle. It's not as good as those other places. I don't think that the toppings are as good. That that That's, that's one place yeah. where it falls a little short. I think that this bun is serviceable, but... Is it really that much better than like, I don't know. I was just scrolling down the McDonald's menu. Is it that much better than say the bun on the McCrispy, for instance? No, it's about the same. It's about the same as that, right? Yeah. So this, it doesn't really have a premium bun feel. It feels like a uh, elevated bun, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, running down the toppings, you've got a pretty plain bun. I mean, cheese is standard. You're, you, you got, you've got. Arby's quality tomatoes. You've got Arby's quality lettuce. You know, you got your red onion, your pickles. The pickles, I didn't think were all that great. But I was recently very critical of some sandwich pickles. You've got a burger sauce that feels pretty derivative. It's not, you know, super unique. That was an island adjacent. Yeah. I mean. You know, not like an Arby's house special. Not like a, oh, wow, you've got to try for the sauce kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And a a patty that to me had a it wasn't as strong, it wasn't as pronounced as what I'm gonna compare it to. Uh, but it had a smokiness that, you know, it reminded me of the Whopper a lot and its flame grilled taste. Uh, it, it probably it, it didn't taste as artificial as that. It, it was definitely a cut above. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't I, I wasn't getting like that much of like a Yeah smokiness or whatever i, I got a, a pretty strong smokiness from this burger i got a beefier sensation i thought that this tastes more like real beef than say a mcdonald's cheeseburger for a point of reference i you know i wouldn't keep comparing to mcdonald's if arby's had like cheeseburgers on their menu they don't sure, right? it's the only have, option they have roast beef and i've never had a burger from arby's before so that's why i compare it to mcdonald's and burger king that sort of thing it tastes better than those. It's a it's a it's a beefier, more umami flavor. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty solid. I think that the usage of wagyu is a choice. Yeah, I mean it's selling it. It's selling it. Where like the difference between like what do people think of when they think of wagyu, which is like a five steak, right? Yeah. Really expensive. Um, versus just throwing that word out there as a descriptor, eh, perhaps inaccurate. It tastes pretty good. That's where I landed. The burger, it tastes pretty good. I uh, personally, like, I, I do like a burger sauce, a Thousand Island dressing adjacent sauce. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that works. I thought it tasted pretty good. Yeah, the rest of the toppings were underwhelming, though. And yeah. I, And personally, I don't. I don't need those. Me- I don't need that many toppings on a cheeseburger. That's a lot. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast when we reviewed like the Dave's Double, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe even the Whopper, because both of those do the the fixins. Mm-hmm. I don't think burgers need that meat, no cheese, and in my opinion, 
some sort of sauce, whether it's your house sauce, if it is different than Thousand Island, or just a general burger sauce like this. Tomatoes, or I'm sorry, not tomatoes, uh, pickles, rather. Mm-hmm. And then, like, onion, I can give or take. Are you I, going no lettuce? Because I, I kind of like lettuce on a burger. I'm going no lettuce. I, 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 don't, I don't think it needs it. I think that pickles give you just that little bit of crunch, but they give you more, much more flavor. I don't, I don't, I don't need lettuce. I don't need tomato, and I, and I can give or take onion personally. Damn. So I, I like to keep it simple. What, what do you think of the fry? I mean, it's not the the issue is is what you're losing by getting these. What, you know, what is taken away? It's a choice. Um, you can pick either one. Right. I'm just saying by default within the advertisements. What is the Good Burger Two meal? Um. Yeah, they're just pretty plain and kind of forgettable for me. Uh, whereas the curly fries, I will never forget them, and that's and that's a great unique taste. Uh, the curly, I mean, they're they're fine and they're they're serviceable French fries. I usually like a crinkle fry. Uh, I, I think that has a good texture to it, but uh, I didn't find this to be all that special. What do you think? Well, you know, you, you're referencing the uh, Mark Spudness, our French fry theme tournament from earlier this year when talking about yeah. how good you have it with the curly fries. I, you know, it's something that I mentioned during that tournament, which is how I've sort of turned in the positive direction towards crinkle cut. I believe we talked about when we did Raising Cane's, which we both liked a lot more than we thought we were going to. Yeah. And they do crinkle cut. And yeah, for a long time... I thought that crinkle cut fries were pretty low on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think much of them. I thought that they just kind of tasted like, yeah, like kind of what you're saying, like more generic nothing fries. Yeah. I've started to come around on them. I think that any fry that adds more surface area is a successful fry. So like waffle fries, really good, crunchy all around. You know, you, you get yeah. more crunch and crispiness and fried goodness to potato. You increase that ratio. It's really good. This is also similar of like your classic fast food fry, your McDonald's fry, where it's thinner, mm-hmm. right? You know, higher ratio of fried to potato. I like that sort of thing. And I think that Crinkle Cut does a pretty good job at approximating that. Yeah. You know, it gets you a little bit more crunch, a little bit more crisp in each bite. Um, yeah, I, I've sort of come around on on the crinkle cut over the years. Oh, these were good. Uh, I didn't yeah. have too much of a problem with them. Uh, I, I, you know, they were salted well enough, right? They they didn't have anything too weird going on with them. Yeah, I thought they were good. Just nothing to write home about, I guess. Yeah. Right. All right. And how about this shake? And the shake I didn't find to be all that great. Um, just kind of, you know, very, very sweet, just kind of generic um, strawberry milkshake, fast food flavor. Yeah, what I was getting from it was a strong taste of uh, strawberry syrup. Yeah. You know, like you can kind of get the the alt version of the like Hershey's chocolate syrup. You can get like the mm-hmm. strawberry very. It, it, it tasted like that to me. Very artificial. I, I, would, I would say that especially it, it felt like you were um, 
you could it felt like I could still taste a vanilla milkshake that was being masked as strawberry. Mm. Like deep down. Yeah. I the reason why I didn't hate it or anything, there is something to like them doing this as the good burger two meal. There is something to like there's a nostalgic quality to the type mm-hmm. of milkshake that this is, right? It yeah. feels a little throwbacky. It feels a little bit how they used to do them, like in the '90s and stuff like that, where that became a little bit more common. But I think that the tide has turned. I think people prefer a milkshake where it's a little higher quality, where you've got real strawberries yeah. in it and things like that. So, yeah, th- this this could have been better. I think all in all, I look at this and say that there's nothing in here that's too problematic. There's nothing in here that tastes really bad. But there's also nothing in here that sings, you know? There's nothing in here yeah. that's like, you got to go there to get this. Uh, all, all in all, this this feels like a movie tie-in meal, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, that, that's about what I would expect from a movie tie-in meal. But you are paying a little bit of a premium to get it, right? Like, you compare it to some of its competitors, it's, it's comparable, maybe a little similar, but it's on the higher end. Right. Right. No matter how many comparisons you make to a lot of those, like it, it is on the higher end of that spectrum. So you do have to weigh that in. I, I think you're right, yeah. definitely to bring to bring that up. You got any general thoughts on it, on the whole meal itself? That is. I I I will say I like the package, and I do like um, it's not an entirely new item. It's not unique to the to the Good Burger Two meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a newer item. It is a more unique item. We neither of us have had it. I assume that most people have not had this yet. Yeah. It is relatively new. Uh, and I know we talked about that a lot in the Spider Verse Burger episode, the Spider Verse Whopper, um, where I was complaining that you know it, it just wasn't enough uniqueness to that item. It was really just getting a, a Whopper. The the bun had been dyed. Um, I like this as an opportunity to advertise like a new item that's you know more unique. The average person probably hasn't had it. It's a good way to get more people to try a Arby's burger who maybe wouldn't have otherwise. Yep. Well put. Thanks, man. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on Good Burger? Um, wow, what a funny movie. Hmm. Now, have you seen Good Burger? No, but if I did, I'd know I'd watch it and be like, <laughs> that is some funny stuff, dude. Well, you opened the podcast with, you know, a quote from Good Burger. You have well, seen yeah, that clip from the that's movie. How I, that's how I remember it being sad. Apparently, you know, some of us are um, experts of the movie have been watching it. Remember it being said. That's interesting because we both watched the clip right before we did this podcast. I just, I just remember that from my childhood when I used to watch the movie all the time. Uh, you're, you're, oh, well, you did just admit like two seconds ago that you've never even seen the movie, <laughs> so I don't really know why you're contradicting yourself. You're lying and you're making seen yourself it? sound like seen a fool. It? I've lived it. You've uh, never you've never worked at a fast food restaurant. Another I've lie. Ne- Another lie. <laughs> you know what they call you? Lion Ryan. Okay, dude. I'm being honest now. I've never seen Good Burger 1. I've never seen Good Burger 2. I probably won't watch Good Burger 2. Sorry, Paramount Plus. If you if you do pass, I will watch it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a movie that I feel like uh, held in the conscience of quote-unquote 90s kids. Yeah. 
the millennials they liked the good burger it it, it held strong yeah yeah it's yeah. a movie that i think held up pretty well have not seen it since the late 90s early 2000s yeah i i, I think it's a movie that holds up they're pretty funny Keenan Thompson yeah. and Cal Mitchell, that is. Yeah, I've never seen all that either. So I really don't have experience yeah. with them. What about Keenan and Cal? I feel like I've seen clips. Or like I, I've seen stuff, jokes from Keenan and Cal. Uh, enough to tell you, yeah, I think they're funny. Well, right, the thing about Cal Mitchell is that he loves orange soda. Yeah, I know that. And that's funny. I wish we had things like that, but we don't, so... Like what? Like I wish like I had a thing that like was recurring in the show. Like I love orange soda, kind of like that. A catchphrase? Yeah. Or do you mean specifically that you like something? I'm uh, more a catchphrase. So or just something like that's iconic about like the show. Like I think that our witty repartee is what uh, is the most iconic thing about our show. Yeah. This classic it, it, Fraser and Niles. This classic Fraser and Niles esque. Banter, Camadre. I think that, that that's what everybody knows us for. Yeah. We're a real Frasier and Niles. We're a real Peyton But I would ra- much rather be known for like a, an awesome catchphrase. We're a real Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. All right. <laughs> what? The two greatest podcasting brothers in history? I was listening to their podcast the other day. I don't know why it was on. <laughs> Uh huh. And um, man, they gotta shut up and dribble. <laughs> right, that's why like the NFL likes them. <laughs> yeah, it's because that because they do <laughs> because oh oh yeah the NFL likes True. them because they just like present football players as being fun goofballs. Yeah, a fun goofy guy. Uh, who do you like better, Keenan Thompson or Cal Mitchell? Um, wow, you put me in a real predicament here because um. I, mean, I do you, don't. Do you watch SNL ever? Keenan Thompson no. is the longest running cast member in SNL history. He's been there since oh, 2003. Oh, Kel Mitchell's my favorite. It, it's interesting, right? I know that you have limited exposure to the both of them. Like, Cal is, like, the one that, like, a lot of people pick because he's, like, the sillier one, whereas Keenan's uh-huh. kind of the straight man. I feel like you would like Keenan more. If you got to know them a little better, I feel like you would okay. like Ke- yeah, I think so. you would like Keenan's vibe more. Okay. I believe it. That seems like a Ryan pick. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Good Burger 2. Nobody has yet. Well, presumably Keenan and Cal, I guess. I mean, like, people have seen it, right? Yeah. Like, somebody's so, seen it. So, here's the premise for Good Burger 2. 26 years after the events of the first film, inventor Dexter Reed, that's Keenan Thompson, Reunites with his co-worker, Ed. That's Cal Mitchell. At his former workplace, Good Burger. And I kind of like the idea that uh, 26 years later, uh, he's still working at Good Burger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's very in character for both of them. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they have like an odd couple thing. All right, we got some cast members here. We got Rob Gronkowski. We got Mark yeah. Cuban. Yeah. I feel like those are some guys that you would like. Some streamers in here. Young Carmen Electra is in the mix. Um, pretty stacked cast. Gotta say, I bet it's gonna be a really, really funny movie. 
You know, I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. Has this burger and meal changed your opinion at all about Arby's? Do you feel better or worse about Arby's after having this sandwich? Um, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Um, when we talked about Arby's, I was like, eh, eh, don't like this sandwich. This sandwich sucks. And we came on here to talk about their burger. And I am a burger fanatic. I love me some beef. And uh, I didn't think that this was that good. I thought it was pretty okay, but I, I was just a little disappointed by just the the, the, the general quality, the flavor, and the, the experience. Well, please, just go right into your rating, because I feel like, you know, yeah. it's a segue. I'm going to go, <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to go uh, two Keenans out of five cows. <laughs> what? Uh, because and it's just like two good burgers out of five. Because um, I mean, do I need to explain my reasoning anymore? No, I. That's what I was uh, saying. Like you were already explaining yourself. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. I just. I, I. I wasn't. None of the aspects of this really screamed spectacular to me. Um. You know, a, a pretty average side that I just wish was the curly fries. Uh, a not so great milkshake and a burger that I, I just hope you want it. How about you? You know, I got to point out how stacked the Good Burger One cast is. So you got <laughs> Abe Vigoda, legendary actor, was on Barney yeah. Miller, the TV show, was also in The Godfather. Also, it was just a well beloved character actor, Abe Vigoda. So you got him in the mix. You yeah. have the great Linda Cardellini. The best uh, all-time great celebrity crush that she's uh, from Freaks and Geeks, main character on Freaks and Geeks. She's uh, Hawkeye's wife in the MCU. Uh, she's on Mad Men. I see. Shaquille O'Neal as himself. Okay. Excellent. You've got Sinbad. Sinbad's in the mix. Very. That's uh-huh. a very 90s thing to have. As well as my personal favorite, George Clinton as Dancing Crazy. Okay. George Clinton, one of the yeah. one of the, just the absolute best. Parliament Funkadelic. I feel like that's also another very nineties move, as well as the Carmen Electra yeah. <laughs> appearance. <laughs> uh yeah, that's just excellent. That's that is so stacked. I'm going to give this three good burgers out of five. Now can I ask you a, a pop quiz? Right down the middle. Um, what rating do you think you gave Good Burger the movie when you rated it on Letterboxd? Probably lower than that. You think? Uh, maybe the exact same. I, it's not a movie that I think about very often. Like I said, I'd only seen it the one time. Yeah. I, I think that them and their whole deal is fine. I thought it was funny when I was a kid, but for me, it's not like... A winning yeah, thing. Grew, I'm not. You grew up. I'm not like a good burger guy. I'm not like a Keenan and Cal no. guy. I think that they're they're perfectly fine. My guess is either the same or like slightly lower, like two, two or a three. It would be my ooh, guess. Ooh, you're. Oh yeah, split the difference, dude. You have two and a half stars. Two and a half. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's funny though. Guess two. Classic or three. quiz. Guess two or a three. Yeah. Yeah, that that's I feel about how I feel about them, how I feel about this sandwich. It's fine. There's nothing wrong I'm sure with somebody, this. Somebody I'm sure somebody really likes it. True. Just like the movie. True. 
yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this meal. It's totally serviceable. If you just wanted it to just say you had the good burger meal, sure, go for it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to note this here yeah. at the end. No good burger like theming packaging really to speak of on any of this. No packaging to really speak of on this. The burgers themselves are wrapped up in plain foil. Yeah, just nondescript stuff. That was a little disappointing. Yeah. Uh, when I Googled it and I saw pictures of like people uploading, some of them had on the wrapper like a Good Burger 2 sticker that was holding the wrapper together. Oh, interesting. That was not on ours, but... No. Interesting. Yeah. But that's it, right? A sticker? That's yeah. not anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, not something I would highly recommend. If you had one, though, I don't. I don't think you'd be disappointed. No. So, do with that what you will, and I. I don't think you'd be hurt if you replace the crinkle cut fries with the curly cut fries. Which is, if you've listened to this podcast, we gave a five out of five, and we considered them to be the best fries in all of fast food so well, no they, they won the tournament yeah thus making those, them those, the number one french uh, fries of all time you cannot get better french fries than those according to us well for one year that they're, they're the world champions of fries but that doesn't mean they're the world champions after that they are it's and a it's a title and how can it be how can they be the world champions if now the fries were considered it's a, it's a title that you earn in perpetuity until the end of time until we deem otherwise so, congr- oh. congratulations to the Arby's Curly Fries. You're the greatest French fries in the entire world, according to us. Okay. Ryan is so pissed at me right now. He's saying okay, but he hates that I said that. Anyways, that's the Good Burger 2 meal. That's the Good Burger 2 meal. And that's going to do it for this episode. Unless you had anything else. I think that's all you got, dude. Any Abe Vigoda takes? Huh? Any Abe Vigoda takes? Abe Vigoda, no. third build in Good Burger? Character no. actor? No, I, I got none of those. Uh, Dan Schneider, fourth build. Yeah. The owner and manager of Good Burger. Dan Schneider wrote Good Burger with uh, yeah. two other co-writers. Yeah. Well, that's all true. He gets a based on credit for Good Burger too. <laughs> based on Good Burger, getting to work on it though. Uh, well, he doesn't have a writer or producer credit on it now. Damn. <laughs> Why, damn? Well, he was the genius that brought us all together, but whatever. Uh, no way, man. He didn't have the director credit. Brian Robbins did. Direct, oh. The director of Varsity Blues and The Shaggy Dog. Director of Norbit. Wow. Ooh, Norbit's a good movie. I'm surprised that he was only nominated for the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Director. Surprised he didn't <laughs> get that win. Okay, man. Who do you think won the 2007 <laughs> Worst Director Award? I don't know. This was uh this was a stacked field. You had Norbit, you had Daddy Day Camp, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> the winner went to I Know Who Killed Me. Chris okay. Siverston. Uh right, do you want to know who the reigning worst director champ huh. is at the Golden Raspberries? 
That would be none other than Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, wow. Who directed a film yeah. called Good Morning, and morning is spelled with a U. Oh, that's not good. That is not good. Good Morning is a 2022 American stoner comedy film written, produced, directed by, and starring Machine Gun Kelly. No shit. I didn't think you could make it sound any worse than it did, but <laughs> you did it. Wow, that sounds awful. Yep. All right. That's going to do it. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Podfest Foodcast. I'm Steven. He's Ryan. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>